This, a spanner in the works, podcast episode is brought to you in partnership with Idea Spies. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Idea Spies editor series. I'm Lynn Wood, the founder and chief Idea Spy of Idea Spies. Jeremy Winger, senior trade officer of the Israeli Trade and Economics Commission in Sydney, Australia and Israeli editor of Ideaspires, will update you on how Israel became the startup nation, the one to watch. Hello, Jeremy. Hi, Lynn, and thank you very much for the warm welcome and for accepting me as the Israeli editor on Ideaspires. A little background about myself and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Professionally, as you said, I work for the Israeli government's trade arm in Australia, known as the Israel Trade and Economic Commission in Sydney, the Israeli ideas posted on Idea Spies are about business news emanating from Israel with tangible opportunities in Australia. I'm also a newly inducted member of the Jewish Diplomatic Corps, the international network of Jewish professionals engaged in public diplomacy through the flagship program of the World Jewish Congress, I advocate for Israel and export goals. Why Israeli ideas for idea spies? Israel is a country in landmass with a relatively small population that is only turning 75 years old next year. But about a decade ago, a popularized book hit the shelves. From then on, Israel earned the nickname, as you said, the startup nation, and for a good reason. With a population of around 8.5 million, it has the highest number of startups per capita in the world, around one startup per 1,400 people. This phenomenon has caught the ideas of companies with global reach. Global companies are adopting Israeli innovations and buying their companies, investing in startups, and establishing research and development facilities in Israel to tap into their local workforce. Now, a decade later, after the book emerged, some are coining the new phrase scale-up nation or even using the phrase unicorn in exciting ways to describe the Israeli ecosystem, which helps an idea grow from just that, an idea to companies with $1 billion valuations. What do I see in the business world? I see growing attention from established industries such as in Australia, mining, financials and water corporations tapping into the yes we can attitude among young professionals in Israel. Companies there are building innovation labs to bring in startup ideas in their infancy, nurturing them among their large corporation, growing them championing the ideas, selling ideas to their network and benefiting in an above market value way. Back to the question, why Israel? One poignant point mentioned is the non-separation between military and state. The two have coexisted out of necessity since independence, not by their own choice, but because of the hostile Middle East. 
Though the military is not what may spring to mind when one thinks of personal creativity, ideas and freedom. Some Israelis credit their time in the Israeli Defence Force, IDF. Note that military service is compulsory for the majority of Israeli citizens for giving them tools to enter the startup game. As leaders, many of the population learn how to improvise and find solutions when you have a problem without the means to solve it. You need to think outside the box. Hence, the innovative ideas. They also have the discipline and mateship to take these ideas and commercialize them afterwards. Also, consider graduating from the military at the age of 20, 21, 22. Then you go on to study as an undergraduate at a more mature age than 18 or 19 here in Australia, giving an extra advantage in understanding of their studies. But again, why Israel? My background in economics and entrepreneurial innovation permits me to see that it begins with a need or lack of a resource and the most efficient allocation of these. We all know that in the Bible, Old Testament, Moses wandered the desert after fleeing bondage from Israel with the Israelites for 40 years and stumbled upon the only country in the Middle East without oil. Thus, natural resources needed trade. And without space to grow crops, the exchange has been in technologically value-added fields. Back to this hostile environment idea, constantly at war with countries wanting to annihilate the very existence of a Jewish state in Israel, Israeli society has developed a unique DNA that strives for solutions that are both creative and quick. Also, there's a vast technological experience accumulated in the Israeli military. And combined with the supporting ecosystem, these create a uniquely fertile ground for innovative ideas. These ideas have helped Israelis survive against their aggressors. And the mindset about no tomorrow drives quick and decisive action. The demography of Israel today is a migration nation. There have been Jewish people dwelling for millennia a large influx of Jews arrived at the turn of the 20th century after Russian pogroms and massacres, many more after the Holocaust. Note the global population of Jews has not yet reached its pre-war amount even today. Then there was the ex exodus from Middle East nations, Iranian, Iraqi, Yemenite Jews and Ethiopian Jews, all facing persecution in their home countries for being Jewish. Then the fall of the Soviet Union, brought highly educated, specifically technologically adept migrants at the start of the internet age to Israel, followed by continued migration from South Africa, England, France, and a smattering from other countries, including Australia. And almost all the youth serve in the army, a melting pot of cultures, ideas, and camaraderie. And ideas have emerged from the IDF from one specific unit, specifically. The most famous cyber intelligent unit, 8200, trains young Israeli recruits in coding, hacking, and cyber espionage, and its recruits trained to develop smartphone apps. Unit 8200 is a technical intelligence agency that stands on par with the NSA in everything except scale. Unit 8200 has produced several CEOs 
If you're a Unit 8200 graduate, that carries weight in the tech world, the equivalent of a law degree from Harvard or Yale. For some Israelis, converting their ideas into companies, the goal is to sell to Google, make millions and retire on the beach, which seems like the ultimate dream of some, if not most, of the players in the startup scene. It's not the dominant paradigm in Israel, not only because Tel Aviv is already on the Mediterranean. Some don't sell their ideas and constantly seek to improve them because there's a level of knowledge sharing between players that is almost unheard of and assists the entire ecosystem. We do not see knowledge sharing to the same extent in Australia from the tech transfer to the commercialization. Then there's the geographical element. Israel is a small country, not even 20 kilometers wide in the middle, and you're never more than an hour's drive from an airport. The flip side of that constrained space is congestion. A great emphasis is on innovating in the mass transportation space with over 600 startups in the smart transportation sector. As the old saying goes, build a better mousetrap and the world will beat a path to your door. Israel, it can be said, has been continually building better, often entirely new mousetraps. This alchemy of geographical proximity, shared motivation, and tech skills has caught the eyes of the rest of the world as incubators seek to align themselves with Israeli innovators and idea generators.